Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the 2021 Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award, and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddow, and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long Listees. Try saying that after a few pints of Theakston's. Produced and curated by Harrogate's International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Theakston's Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by trader-turned-author Chris Whitaker. Hello, welcome to you. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm really well, um, very well, even better for speaking with you. And now I'm jealous because you look like a man who's had a haircut, unlike myself. You look very on trend. I, 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 yeah, I have had a haircut, but um, there was a lot of DIY haircutting going on over the past yes. year. Like my yes. wife got handy with the clippers and um, butchered our kids as well, which was really funny. <laughs> Just yeah. hacking at the hair yeah, anyway. There were some bowl cuts going on. <laughs> well, I've done nothing to mine, as you can see, and it's starting to get... The, the, the only reason it's not flopping down in front of my eyes is because I'm wearing headphones. So you Yeah, know, but it's... I like it. I think it's not really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. You know, At least you can grow a beard. I, I've experimented in the past and it never quite... <laughs> it just doesn't kick in. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely no, no problem in that in that area. Um, well, it's, it's lovely to have you with us. Congratulations on being longlisted. Um, the book is We Begin at the End. As you know, I read it, uh, gosh, eight, 12 months ago. Maybe, yeah. No, maybe, I don't know. Um, it's your third novel. And, and we did a podcast where I talked all about California and all about yep. this book. And we're going to do uh, the same again now for those who may not have got to it. So you, okay. you take us in this book to a, to a small Californian town. Mm -hmm. Can you just set the scene for us and maybe tell us uh, about the characters, Duchess, Star, Walk, etc.? Yeah. So um, the story follows uh, a kind of a year in the life of a 13 year old girl named Duchess Day Radley and, um, and the chief of police in the small California town that they live in and his name's Walk. And um, they probably sound like they don't have an awful lot in common, but they are, you know, they're both kind of lost. They're both on a journey. And, um, and yeah, so Duchess's mother used to date um, a man called Vincent when she was 15. And then Vincent got sent to prison for the murder of, um, of Duchess's aunt who would have been the mother's sister. So, um, and then he's, we skip ahead in the story 30, 30 years and, and now this man is coming back into their town and Duchess is kind of terrified that he's going to shake things up and, and she's already having a tough time because she's the sole carer for her younger brother. So she, um, she kind of, she decides to take action and um, sets off a chain of events that um, have massive consequences for everyone close to her. I read it, as I've already said, about a year ago, maybe, but I can still picture the town and you created such a brilliant world. I know it's a fictional town, but based on, you know, 
those sort of small Californian mm. places. But um, I think the last time we spoke, I remember asking you about this and you've never actually been there, have you? I haven't. No, I haven't been to, I've been to America twice, but Miami both times. <laughs> um, I did Disney when I was a kid, but um, no, so I haven't been there. So, and the book was recently published a couple of months ago in the US. So I was really nervous, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden people might say that I've got it wrong or um, I had an amazing US team, you know, to, to catch all my mistakes and help me out. <laughs> but um, I work in a library and I spent years and years researching and kind of building this town. And I wanted to build this idyllic California town um, that would have been like a perfect town 30 years ago. And um, the character Walk is um, not very well in the book without giving away any spoilers. And mm. he kind of tries to preserve this town because that's when he was last happy 30 years ago. So whenever anyone tries to build anything on it, he um, he um, objects to it. And, um, and the sea is kind of claiming it and eroding it. And every now and then a house drops into the water. Um, I remember also saying about a year ago that wouldn't it be lovely to do an American tour, then you could actually get up over there to, to that West coast and see where the story is set, et cetera. Um, obviously none of us are traveling really at the moment, let alone, um, authors going on tours, but you have been doing a, a, an American tour of sorts, I, I guess, have. like this. <laughs> exactly like this. Yeah. So I've done, um, 24 five events so far all of them between midnight and 3 a.m so it's been um it's been i'd say it's been tough but it hasn't really it's been lovely because <laughs> the people are so kind and and the u.s readers have been so kind to me mm. and um and it's been fine you know john hart is my favorite author and i got to do an event with john hart at three o'clock in the morning and i got up easily for that one you know, I didn't even <laughs> amazing yeah. i just stayed awake all night for john hart so that it was very cool and he also when we were talking he invited me to his he lived on a farm and um, he invited me over to come and stay with him and he said oh him and a few local authors go for drinks all the time and one of the local authors is john grisham <laughs> they all get together i know isn't it so cool what? i know so i am um, i thought that's just one of those 3 a.m throwaway things that i might have imagined so the next morning i got him to email me the invitation i'm going to print it out and fly <laughs> over as proof that i'm invited it's in writing now yeah, exactly john. let me in and Maybe you should say, actually, just very briefly, why John Hart is so important to you. Not because you're not just a fan of his writing, but actually he sort of changed your life. He did. Yeah, massively. Um, and, and it's kind of the backstory for We Begin at the End. I was um, I was mugged when I was 19 and um, stabbed a few times in the side. and It was really quite violent. And, um, and I had a rough time afterwards and, and struggled with PTSD. And, um, and I learned of a technique, um, like a kind of therapy where you take the incident, the traumatic incident, and you change the fiction, the characters involved to fictional characters and you change the location and the outcome. And, um, and I was 19 and I wrote Duchess um, 20 years ago. You know, I had this strong image of this girl wearing a Stetson and, um, and carrying a gun and, and kind of outwardly being quite, timid and weak but being very strong inside and and so I wrote her and she got me through a really difficult time in my life and then I went to work in the city and um and kind of struggled again and and eventually um and read a book called The Last Child by John Hart um and then I did some research into John Hart and he talks about how he how he gave up a successful law career to write a book and um and then the next day i was so inspired i walked into my boss's office and quit my job there and then and my wife was pregnant at the time and um 
and a student. So we had no other income. So it's kind of like this crazy decision. (laughs) But I've been writing off and on, you know, kind of kind of as therapy. You know, for 20 years, I've been writing this story of We Begin Mm. at the End. Um, But it didn't feel like a story and it felt too personal to ever share. Um, so I, I, I went and wrote something else. I wrote Tall Oaks, um, my debut, and then another book before I, I went back to We Begin at the End because I knew it would be quite difficult and quite personal. And, yeah. um, and I also agreed to deliver it. And like, I pitched it to my editor at the time and I said, I'm going to write it in six months. It's a book about revenge. And I kind of downplayed its importance in my life. <laughs> and then three years later, they got a first draft of it. <laughs> another, another few years after that, it ended up you know, as the finished book. So yeah. it's been a long journey. It has, and the journey continues, though, and, you know, here we are, and it's been long-listed for the biggest award in crime fiction. So how do you right. how do you feel? Like, how did you feel when you heard? Yeah, I didn't believe it, actually, because <laughs> I go every year to the, um, to the Old Peculiar Crime Writing Festival in Harrogate um, and love it. You know, it's the best crime festival that I've mm. ever been to, and, um, and, um, and everyone loves it. You know, we're all talking about, about going this year, and everyone's been crossing their fingers you know because it's the highlight of the calendar so um to actually have a reason to go there (laughs) rather than just hanging out of the bar and looking for lee child (laughs) (laughs) which is what we all do isn't it most most years yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um tell us then what the thixton's old peculiar crime novel of the year award means not just to you but as as a an award in the sort of crime writing calendar it's um it's a big one, isn't it? It's probably the biggest. It's um, the one that everyone talks about. And, mm. and um, for me, it's, um, you know, I think because of the way I kind of fell into writing and um, and didn't do any courses or anything. And I never really feel, I, I always feel like an imposter. And I know loads of other authors do, but I go to these things. And it was the same when I go to the Daggers. Um, I feel like I'm a fan there because I work in the library and I shelve all their books you know like so Mark, I was shelving Mark Billingham books and then he messaged me to say that he had read We Begin at the End and I had his book in my hand and it was like I'm a fan of you you know this is um this is unusual um so I will I will be going this year you know and um and it will be very special and uh, it's just nice isn't it to be supported I think and be read and it's more it than is. I ever hoped for. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we all missed, we all missed Harrogate last year. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've spoken to, to lots of authors who've all said, you know, that's their chance to see all their colleagues yeah. and friends and do the proper catch up and things. So um, is that, is that what you're looking forward to the most this year or is it, is it being there for, you know, hopefully this award, what is it that, that sort of um, that have anything I, making you think I want to, I want to be there. I imagine I'll be knocked out after this round. So, but I can go there as someone that was long listed. But um, I, I think the whole thing, they put on such a good show. You know, I saw Dennis Lehane, you know, one of my crime writing heroes. I grew mm. up reading Dennis Lehane books and I got to queue up and meet him and, um, and watch him speak. And he was, he was a brilliant speaker. And the same with John Grisham. And um, there's just been, it's just such a good show, isn't it? Every event is so yeah. special. And you do get to see people like Lee Child just mixing with everyone else. And, um, and, yeah. and as well, getting to speak to people that have read my book is really nice. You know, in person is, um, I haven't done an in-person. I did Chel- the Cheltenham Festival and that was the first one, but that was eight, a while ago now. Yeah. And that was socially distanced and it, it was nice to see people in the flesh and it's been a long time. I remember uh, in, in the old Swan at the, the crime novel of the year award ceremony 
um, after it was over and we were all going to go get a pint of Theakston's, literally spinning round and knocking into John Grisham <laughs> and sort of his editor and team, like half half catching him and me doing this. Oh, like, oh, my goodness, Brilliant. I'm so sorry. And he, he like, had his own beer there, didn't he? They named a beer after it. That's right, yeah. Which is yeah. like the coolest thing ever, isn't it? So I'm going to bring... Um, I'm going to bring something, you know, like just a card and write Whitaker's old young peculiar. On young stick peculiar, it on, yeah. yeah. Stick it on one of the thumbs and see what happens. See how long it takes him to throw me out. Yeah, and you know, hike the price by a quid and see what happens. You never yeah, know. At least, nice little learner on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to tasting the young peculiar. Then, when, yeah, I'm going to bathe there. in every barrel for that for that authentic flavour, Joe. And remember, all of our long list of books are available to buy from WH Smith. And if you've already read Chris's book and you know that you love it and that you want it to be the winner, then head over to HarrogateThinkstonCrimeAward.com where you can cast your vote. So lovely to, to see you, Chris, even if you are looking very uh, trendy and well and I'm looking like I've been inside for 12 months. Um, <laughs> hopefully we will um, share a... <laughs> a Whitaker's Young Peculiar at Harrogate this year. (laughs) 